Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey everybody, it is Kurt Schlichter here on the fighting words podcast that's my fcc compliant podcast that's kind of affiliated with hugh hewitt now when i say fcc compliant i don't mean that i won't burst into a tourette's like spewing of unexpurgated profanity and i'm not saying i will i am saying i will probably on my unredacted podcast which is over on town hall vip and you ought to check it out Anyway, this is, like I said, or maybe I didn't say, because I don't remember, because I had to restart this. Um, this is probably going to be an abbreviated podcast. It'll probably be about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, it's not that I don't have plenty to talk about. It's that people are working on my house. So suddenly you're going to start hearing like jackhammers going, there we go. Okay, so people are like working on my house and I got all sorts of chaos going on. But I'm still here. I'm still here for you the listener. This is how I make it happen. Anyway, uh, one of my favorite things uh, to do is, uh, when I'm doing this podcast, is of course to shamelessly, uh, you know, imitate Hugh Hewitt's topics. Because that's, well, easier, because I listen to his show all the time, and I know you probably listen to his show all the time. But I want to take it in a little different direction, a little wackier direction. Like, what happens if they do all the things that Hugh says they're going to do? Now, Hugh wrote a couple of pieces for the Washington Post. For some reason, they will actually run his his pieces. I think it's like an anthropological experiment. They're like, let's let's try one of these conservatives and let's see what happens. And they don't mean like conservatives like Jen Rubin. They mean conservatives like someone who's actually conservative and not a withered horrifying liberal like Jennifer Rubin is. Um, anyway, Hugh has written extensively and gotten huge, huge play out of both his list of achievements of Donald Trump and his lists of things that that demented old weirdo who lives in a basement will do if he gets the chance. And this is where I want to pimp my column in town hall of Thursday the 6th of August. I don't know. Time is a circle and I'm like rolling downhill. In any case, uh, my thing is, uh, it says, uh, deme- you know, that creepy old weirdo in the basement will never debate the president. And it explains in painful detail why Joe Biden is completely senile and they're not going to let him out. And that was like reaffirmed after I turned in the article when they said, oh, he's not going to Milwaukee to give a speech at his own convention. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll bet it's because of the virus. Yeah, the virus. That's the ticket. Yeah, that's a ticket. I'm going to do my John Lovitz imitation here. Uh, The agenda and i call it the revenge agenda and i've written a column about that in town hall and you can go back and find that if you're interested you should be interested it's amazing 
is very similar. Uh, you know, my column is very similar to what Hugh wrote, except Hugh wrote it in a clear, concise manner without a lot of gratuitous insults, and mine was about 95% gratuitous insults. But, you know, we each have our style. Bottom line is, Hugh is right. They will undergo a campaign to basically change America and change it forever. They want to give statehood to Puerto Rico. Great idea. Why not invite in a, you know, a a secessionist campaign? Because remember, not too long ago, there were terrorists fighting for Puerto Rican independence. Uh, You know, Bill Clinton actually pardoned them. So they're basically inviting in a bunch of terrorists also uh, and, and a bunch of people who may not want to be another American state. For one thing, they'd have to pay income tax, and uh, they don't do that right now. There are other things, too, and it's just, uh, you know, that's a bad idea. Making Washington, D.C. a state, well, Washington's supposed to be a federal district that's under control of the federal government, so a state government can't basically oppress them. But if you make D.C. into a state, well, then it's got, got, kind of got, you know, its, its hands around the throat of the federal government. So that's kind of a problem, too. It's also unconstitutional, but why would that matter? Because they will pack the court. They'll add, like, six new justices to the Supreme Court. So we have, what, 15? Now, of course, this is all uh, predicated on the elimination of the filibuster, and they will eliminate the filibuster. They are incapable of defending against that that particular initiative. Uh, Hugh is absolutely right. There's just no way they're not going to take the opportunity to try and lock down power for themselves. And they'll do that by amnesty for illegal aliens. Millions of them. They will do it by uh, mail-in voting so they can cheat. They will do whatever they have to do to make sure power never changes hands again. History teaches differently. They think they could stop history and they're good to go. And, you know, if they just make sure none of us ever have a chance to have our voices heard uh, because they've imported a lot of new voters uh, to dilute us, that everything will be fine. Oh, and we'll also take their guns so they can't fight back. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. What I'm seeing is Fort Sumter 2, the quickening. I'm seeing a lot of bad things because if you destroy the norms. And they they talk a lot about Trump's destroying the norms. No, Trump is simply playing by the rules you've established. If you want to change the rules more, you have to understand that we will play by them. First of all, when the when the filibuster goes, it it doesn't come back. And if and, and their tax and spend idiocy, their submission to China, uh their assault on the military, their assault on the American people, because people will die if they ban guns. If you ban guns, which they will try to do, and order confiscation, people are going to die. And you are supporting the killing of American citizens. That's what you were doing. So understand that. There there will be a backlash, but the, the economy will crash. The market will crash. America will suffer foreign policy setbacks. There will be violent conflict in the United States. These things will all happen if the Democrats do what they intend to do that Hugh Hewitt and Hugh Hewitt has shown 
exactly what it is. Like I say, I call it the revenge agenda. I think he calls it hack, 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 pack, slash, uh, you know, tie it up in a knot, origami, you know, massage, scalp, rubbing thing. I don't know. He's got a very long thing for it. Anywho, I, I just think it's bad things. And they will lose power because they will be completely repudiated because they suck and they will fail. And they will drive this country into conflict and poverty, uh, for which they will blame us for not submitting enough. But that's okay. I don't see the reconstruction that comes after we take back power as being quite as nice as it was in the Civil War. Uh, I think uh, I, I think when the rules have changed, the rules are going to change, and uh, it will. Uh, you know, revenge is a best a dish best served cold, and the shit's going to be ice cold, right? Cold, like in that uh, hey ya thing. I just it's a song. Anyway. No, I, I really, I, I would, do I want to say that I'm worried? I don't know if I'm worried. I, I'm not because whatever happens, I'm never going to submit and you're never going to submit. So whatever happens kind of happens. I don't think Trump is going to lose. I don't think we're going to lose the Senate. These things though are possible, but the, the Kansas victory by the moderate candidate, I, I like Chris Kobach's positions better. I just don't think he could get it done. So I'm not sad to see him lose. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I believe in the Buckley rule. You vote for the most conservative guy who's most likely to get elected. And that's this Marshall cat. And he's going to clean their clock. And that takes another, uh, uh, another, you know, potential move off the table for them. I think we, you know, I think we keep the same. We, who knows? We may, we may take back the house. Nobody's looking at that yet. But if uh, the kind of bubbling anger that I'm sensing out there that will propel Trump to a second term, because I think Trump will win, really is out there, I think there's a very good chance that we take back the house. I know that's crazy talk. People are going, Kurt, you're crazy talk. Your talk is crazy. It's crazy. Stop being crazy, you crazy guy. And yet... And yet that's how I feel because feelings are important. And so is this stream of courteousness. That is today's edition of fighting words. So where are we at? We're in a lot of chaos. We're in a lot of trouble. If the, the Democrats win, because again, these are people with no sense of history. These are people with no understanding of human nature. These are bigoted prejudiced people who hate you and me. And they don't believe that we have rights and they don't believe we have interests uh, that are worth respecting. We do. So that's kind of an irreconcilable conflict, right? That's kind of a problem. Because if they think we're nothing and we're supposed to be loyal to a government that thinks we're nothing and yet we're sold that its legitimacy comes from the consent of the governed and that becomes a problem. That becomes a problem. And uh, it became a problem in 1861. And it will be a problem this time. Am I saying there's going to be a civil war? I'm saying there sure could be. 
yeah, you know, I wrote those books. I wrote People's Republic, Indian Country, Wildfire, and Collapse, which are great novels. They're a lot of fun. Uh, they're about the country falling apart, which I guess doesn't seem like a lot of fun, but, you know, could be worse. And um, so I've thought a lot about this stuff. And need I say that I'm against it? I'll say that I'm against it. Because stupid people will go, he wants a civil war. No, pointing out a danger is not the same as wanting it. If you say, hey, there's a shark in the water, that is not the same, that does not mean, and I want it to bite one of you. Okay? So don't be stupid. Bill Crystal said that. A, he, he actually called my books appalling, which I put as a blurb on the back of uh, the most recent one, Collapse, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Anyway. So, so what happens? I think, uh, I think you see a giant tax strike. I think people just don't pay their taxes. I think people in uh, certain states that have a government uh, that's, that's more conservative basically take that out of the game. That they basically say, no, we're, we're, we're not doing it. We're not doing uh, this and then and, and of course some idiot has to call and it's like some it's going to be some guy calling up because you know this is your amazon account unless you give us your password now your amazon shut up shut up so uh i think what we're going to see is resistance both by individuals and by uh, organized uh, governmental entities. And I think it's going to get very, very ugly. And none of this makes me happy. Again, this is just what I think is going to happen if these idiots do what they're threatening to do. Now, I have an advantage over other people when it comes to internal conflicts because I've walked through the ruins of a civil war overseas and I'm against it like I said these people here they they think that if they change the rules no one else does that like the status quo that protects them stays the status quo even though they set fire to the status quo when it suits them life doesn't work that way life works like it does in high school if you don't want none, don't start none. I hope that makes a little sense. In any case, I've got to make this an abbreviated thing because, like I said, people are tearing my entire house apart uh, and it's contractors and I've got a deal. But uh, thanks for listening. This is Fighting Words with Kurt Schlichter. You should go get my book, 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You from Regnery. You can get audiobook now. It's also available. Tony Katz reads it. He is most mellifluous. Check out my columns Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays on townhall.com. Check out my Thursday column. Like I said, it's about how Joe Biden's uh, crusty and demented and unable to function as a human being and therefore won't debate Donald Trump. And it's really mean. And if you're sensitive, don't listen. But if you're cool, totally read it. Anyway, I will see you next time on another edition of Fighting Words.